N-Z-O-N-Z-O, and Lonzo was his name Hey, and how was that for a bloody intro? Just finished watching the victory of the ages. The Pelicans defeat the Utah Jazz, the top-rated side in the whole NBA with the best record, 129 to 124 at home. Couldn't be prouder. I haven't even introduced myself. I started with an awkward song and we're built from there. What a day to be a Pelicans fan. Fantastic, guys. I am Lyle Swithenbank. This is the Pelicans Scoop at Lyle Swithenbank on Twitter. At HoopBallPels is the show. A hoop-ball.com presentation. Welcome to a celebratory episode. That started with an awkward tune and it's going to get even more hyped as we get along. Um, Wow. I waited all day. And, you know, I've said that a few times on here. Because of the time difference, I'm at work when these games come on. So I just disappear from Twitter for the day and I can see little um, notification come up and you dodge it and your eyes are flicking back and forth to Twitter and you're like, do I have a look? Do I ruin it for myself? This is why you don't check. Wow. Fantastic, guys. Honestly, I've literally finished... uh, 10 minutes ago from watching this. So recording it straight after. It's now 8.26 at night, my time. Um, from the future, I guess. It's Tuesday night. Wow. Oh my gosh. That was just so good. Um, where do I start? I suppose we start at the start, don't we? Um, quarter number one. We came out flying. Um, really went at them. You know, we scored, outscored them in the first quarter. 26 to 23. Uh, Utah Jazz, of course, are the other, as I said at the top of the uh, episode, top-ranked side. Uh, they've beaten us twice this year, and I remember cracking a real sad on that big, long road trip, and I said, we should have won these games. And there was a, a game that we went in uh, up by one at the half, um, and we'd absolutely outplayed them, and then we let them back in, and they ended up beating us. Today, I thought we... <laughs> oh, gosh, I thought we were going to do it again. Um, but we didn't. We held on. We closed a game. We closed the game out, and oh, pandemonium. Sorry, I'm I'm still on absolute cloud nine, and um, once I get over myself, I'll, I'll get into this. But yeah, so the first quarter, we scored 26. They scored 23. Second quarter, they came out flying, and led by uh, Bogdan, uh, yeah, Bogdan Bogdanovich, um, who was phenomenal. He had 31 points in a huge third quarter, uh, second quarter where he just lit us up. And they, honestly, they couldn't miss. And that was the... The real fear that we had is that, uh, I know I said in the last episode, that if we let them shoot threes and, and get their eye in, we're going to be in some real trouble. Instead, we have to let Rudy Gobert beat us and beat us inside. And um, that's what we did. We just took the three-pointer away and they couldn't get their rhythm. And guys that usually light us up, you know, Donovan Mitchell was average. Joe Ingles was average. Royce O'Neal had a couple, but nothing too too special. George's Niang was... Um, the subject of two four-point plays against um, JJ Redick. It, honestly, it was just oh, so good to see. It was so good to see. Um, they did jump out, as I said, in the second quarter. They scored 41, and we still scored 33. But you just couldn't keep up with the three-pointers. Jordan Clarkson got uh, got hot and started lighting us up. I'd be surprised if he doesn't win six-man of the year because that kid is an absolute freak. He's killing it. Um Another ex-Laker that uh, they've they sent off into the abyss. Um, quarter three, we responded. And, you know, usually we go into the half and we 
we fall asleep and we leave it there and they come out and jump us. We flogged him. And led by Zion Williamson, I think he had 15 or something in that quarter. He was absolute difference maker. We scored 40. They scored 24. We took the uh, the three-point away from him. We come out to a big lead. Um, last quarter, unfortunately, we we started fast and then got in foul trouble about ooh, with five minutes to go. And they were then in the bonus and they took advantage of it and started chipping away from a 13-point lead. Uh, with about three minutes to go, went on 11-2 to two run, and it was game on uh, down the stretch. And I was sitting there, honestly, I was shaking my head going, we're not going to we're not gonna do it again to us, surely. Surely they can't do it to us again. Um, and they didn't. They let us They let us win. Well, we earned it, actually. I'm not going to say they let us win. We earned it. And all credit to the guys for closing that game out because it was a... It really was an effort. Um, down the stretch, we... We did well, and I really, you know, I'm so critical of small ball basketball, but when the matchup dictates for it, Stan pulled the trigger, he trusts the guys that he had, and it worked. You know, we went without Stephen Adams uh, down the stretch at times, and it came together. It all came together. Oh, I am honestly, I'm so stoked. That is just exactly the win that we needed to just dig into this homestand. Hopefully, we can peg a couple together into this uh, all-star break and then we can have a rest for a couple of days. Oh, we head oh, Guys, I'm sorry. I'm just so stoked. We head over to the box score. Uh, big game from Bogdanovich. As I said, he had 31 points, seven rebounds, three steals as well. He was 11 of 21 from the field. He shot seven of 11 uh, from three, which was just... It was brutal. Jordan Clarkson off the bench for them was good as well with 20 points. Donovan Mitchell... Dragged himself to 21 points, 8 assists. Shot 7 of 21 and 1 of 8 from 3. Uh, he really salvaged his game with his free throw shooting down the stretch. Otherwise, he was pretty average uh, by his standards anyway. And Rudy Gobert was good with 22 and 9. He had 5 blocks as well. And looked like he was going to be the difference maker. You know, he was hovering around and, um, you know, Antonio Daniels in the call says that he roams, and he, and it's exactly what he does. He leaves his defender and just roams around. And if you're not going to exploit that, side note, we did exploit it, um, especially big um, Billy and, and Steve. They went at him every time. It was fantastic to see us actually make him have to think about what he was going to do defensively. Instead of just being a long, tall, giant, stifled tower, we, um, we made him have to commit to each... Which way? Which is something that I uh, which I really liked and um, shows a maturity from the guys in the dunker spot um, down low. Now, if we head over to our players, uh, Lonzo had twenty three points, eight assists, seven rebounds, two blocks, nine of sixteen shooting. He was fantastic. Three of five, and that's why I sung his name at the start. He, you know, we've been so critical on of him as a fan base and. It all sort of stemmed with his bit of his early um, struggles and he probably is playing the bubble as well and then not getting an extension, um, probably asking for too much. You know, he's a clutch uh, client, um, clutch sports management. Um, so they're always going to be asking for the max or more than they think they're worth um, or more than they that the team thinks they're worth anyway. Uh, Brandon Ingram was fantastic as well with 26, four rebounds, five assists, 11 of 20 shooting. He didn't take any three-point attempts. Um, 
he didn't need to. He was getting to his spots and he was making them pay. Uh, Bledsoe was solid with 11, 5, and 5. A couple of steals as well. 5 of 13 shooting. Stephen Adams, 5 and 11 rebounds. He had a steal as well. And uh, Zion Williamson, 26 points, 10 rebounds. A double, second double-double in a row. And 5 assists, 10 of 17 shooting. The guy is just... He's unbelievable. Honestly, he had six turnovers, but you live with that when he's getting you 26, 10, and 5, and he's just so freaking good. He is just so good. Josh Hart off the bench, 13 and 7, one assist, one steal, one block. Fantasy dream in that line. Uh, Big Bill had 8 and 7, and three assists as well. He had one block which was nice. And JJ Redick turning back the clock. The man had 17 points, including two four-point plays, which were just fantastic. Uh, two rebounds, and it was great to see him discover his form again. Five of eight shooting, three of four. That night off to get his hamstring right has done him wonders. He played fantastic, and we only went eight deep. So that was the, the lineup. Um, we didn't get to see any Nikhil or Kyra or... Um, Jackson or Melly or any of those guys, uh, which it's probably because the game was close and we wanted to win it, and we did. We did go and win it. So really, really happy with that. We shot 56% from the field for the whole game, kept them to 45%. They shot 39% from three, 17 of 43, and they've had a couple of games, as they said on the call tonight, of over 20 point, over 20 made threes per game. Um, and I mean, how do you, how do you counter that? Well, you counter it by shooting 11 attempts from three and hitting seven of them, 63%, you know, that doesn't happen very often that, uh, our three pointers are that efficient, but we just didn't take many. We just kept going at the paint and I loved it. I honestly just thought that was so good. Um, assists were even 27 to 26. Rebounds, we belted them 53 to 39, especially when you've got a guy that averages 13 and a half rebounds a game in Rudy Gobert. Um, we punished him. Offensive rebounds 10, they had 11, but you get that. Defensive rebounds 43. And if you recall, if we cast our mind back to yester podcast, um, where we were so bad at finishing the defensive play, we just never grabbed a rebound. All of a sudden, we're conscious. Grab the rebound. That's when your defensive possession finishes. And to show that by getting 43 defensive rebounds to their 28 is just fantastic. Just so impressed. Uh, again, we only had 13 turnovers. They had eight. But we scored 15 points off turnovers, and they scored 14. So look at us go. Improvement. We're beating them on turnovers. Um, and that also means it translates that You've turned the ball over 13 times, but you've hustled back and stopped them scoring. So, again, great improvement. Fantastic improvement. And uh, well done, guys. Honestly, just pat yourselves on the back. You know, we did it in front of uh, 2,700 fans at the Smoothie King Centre. And that's what you want to do. You want to reward your fans for coming out, braving the pandemic and whatever weather's over there at the moment. Um, and... And enjoy the game. And, and you could see what I loved. And this is something I, I really enjoyed seeing. Is after the game, there was big smiles. All of the players had these massive smiles. They're all hugging and carrying on. And you can see that the hard work 
really hits different when they win. You know, these guys aren't just like half-assing it at training and, and wanting to lose, you know. They don't want to um, give up big leads. But when you can drag yourself down the stretch and win a big game against a good side, that's what makes it worth it. And that's what makes it worth it as a fan as well. So, just so good, guys. I'm really um, I'm really excited for them, happy with them. After the game, Zion uh, paid credit to his guys like Lonzo and, and B.I. and Josh Hart. and They were just all so good. And you can see it in their faces. And that's what makes it worth it, as I said. So, great result. Um, what a win. What a win. Gosh. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. All right, well, before I do my um key takeaways, as I always do, uh, We'll thank the sponsors, mybookie.ag, of course, use Hootball at sign up and you'll get a deposit match of 50% of your initial deposit. If you put 10 bucks in, you'll get 5 bucks back. Put 100 bucks in, you'll get 50 bucks back. If you put $37 in, you're going to get... What's that translate to? Don't even know. Can't be bothered. Um, but you're going to get half again on top. So make sure you do it. Uh, and then Hoopball20 is the code at over at manscaped.com. So go and check out those guys as well. I need a shave, actually, so I might have to go and do that. I'll leave my moustache as per norm. But go and check them out. The great friends of the show. ExpressVPN as well. Uh, ExpressVPN.com slash hoopball. And uh, that'll give you a little extension to um, any um, contract that you join up with ExpressVPN. You need to dodge the blackouts. We'll go and get hold of that, but don't tell them I told you to do that. Um, so, my three key takeaways after that fantastic victory, 129 to 124, um, against the Utah Jazz at home, key takeaway number one is the Pels play better when they control the pace. Sometimes you need to go fast. Sometimes you need to go slow. Sometimes you need to go for a two-for-one. Sometimes you back it out if you, if you don't get that shot. We saw that. Being able to control the pace of a game is so important in the game of basketball because it means you can go on a run, you can push the ball up the grip court, or you can slow it down and go through your half-court sets and get a shot that you're interested in. The Pelicans have notoriously been bad at playing at their own pace and controlling the game. Often we see in a third quarter or second quarter, the other team starts getting hold of the ball and starts playing their game, and we try to adjust and play their game as well. Instead, we stuck to our game plan. We punished them in the paint. We didn't settle for stupid threes. We got a whole heap of mid-range stuff and kept chipping away and building a lead, building a lead, building a lead, because threes are harder to hit than two-pointers, especially when you're close to the basket. Now... That ability to control the pace and get the shots we wanted was the difference tonight. And we saw in that run against the Utah Jazz that they got hold of it and they started going on a run and they started getting the looks they wanted. 
They wanted to drive in and get a foul, and they were getting that. We then were mucking around with the ball. We tried to overpass a little bit, and it wasn't until, I think, when Bledsoe launched that long last second two-pointer that we really realized, hang on, we're going to be in a bit of trouble here if we don't control what we're trying to do, control the tempo. So that was something that we really saw tonight, that ability to get up the court if we needed to go quick or otherwise. I mean, there was that, for example, there was that uh, pass that after Connolly made a shot um, and they the camera panned to him and then all of a sudden they go, the commentators yell and Zion's lying on the ground up the other end because they'd advanced the ball so quickly that the cameras hadn't even been looking. And, you know, that's... um. How good's that? Like, and, and they realise that the defence wasn't set. You leak out the back, all of a sudden you've got an easy alley-oop. So, yeah, it was great to see that. Uh, number two, Stan is a good coach. And he knows how to close games. He, he's obviously frustrated with the lack of defence throughout the journey. The offence is fantastic. But tonight we saw them lock in. And we saw them not give up stupid threes realizing that if you chase them off, they're going to miss a lot of runners. They're going to, if you make it hard for three-point shooters, they can't get in a rhythm. So fantastic to see that that was something to change, make them drive. We've got great interior defenders, and when the ball's on the ground, you get turnovers because guys overuse it. Or they get up in the air and turn it over. We saw plenty of that. So making those defensive adjustments on the fly, um, I really appreciate it. I thought that was really good tonight. Uh, the third one is Josh Hart is the designated closer. That guy is just, he's just the energizer bunny. He doesn't stop. Um, we saw that to close the game out. He leaked out and um, they were all passing the ball and he dunked it right at the end. There was some big plays down the stretch flat out and Josh Hart is worth his weight in gold. So get the checkbook out and re-sign that kid as soon as free agency opens because he is the heart and soul of this team. I know I say it all the time. It's the biggest cliche that I say on this show, but it is true. The kid's fantastic, and we are very, very lucky to have him. Um, we just got to use him at the right times. So, next game. That was that game, and the celebrations, of course, will uh, will continue into the night. I'll be sitting there probably go and play some NBA 2K or something. I don't know. Something to celebrate. Fantastic. I'll probably just go on Twitter rampage and tweet at everyone. That might happen as well. We get a day off and then we uh, we go and play the Chicago Bulls on Wednesday night. I think it broadcast, I thought, saw on there. It starts at 6.30 central time or local time. And um, it's 9 a.m. for me, so you'll probably get another delayed one um, Thursday night for the podcast or Friday some point i don't know we'll work it out uh another home game we like these home stands we like when the guys get to sleep in their own bed and get the comforts of home around them and rock up to the court and warm up and do it all go through their routines because we play better at home been very obvious this year so we take on a bulls team that punked us a little bit last time we should have beaten them and we didn't um so it'd be really good to go after them and uh and stomp them at home and, uh, and show them that while Zach Levine's a very good player, we've got some very good players as well. Now, he might be an all-star, and we've got one too. Well, we've really got two, but, you know, they ran out of spaces. So, looking forward to that. That'll be another game where we need to chase them off the three-point line and not let guards get comfortable. 
You know, we tried to let Bogdanovich get comfortable tonight, and instead we shut that down. So I was happy with that. We've got to do the same with Zach Levine. Don't let him get to his spots. Don't let him get hot. Make him uncomfortable and keep throwing bodies at him to slow him down. So I think that's a really important thing we should do, and um, hopefully we can string a couple of wins together. It'd be great to go into the All-Star game with a couple of wins at home and um, really launch into the back half of the season. So, before I wrap up, overall, fantastic game. I know they went on a late run, and I know that we were all as nervous as one another watching another late lead disappear in front of our eyes, but we didn't panic, and we've got to be happy with that. You've got to be happy when the guys dig in. We make the good adjustments. You know, Stephen Adams came out because I knew he couldn't shoot free throws that well. And Billy came up big at the end. You know, these guys dug in. And I love to see that. I love to see the support around the team. It's just it's just really good. And um, hopefully we can beat these Bulls. It'll be really good to beat them as well. Um, guys, I reckon I might put a pin in it. The celebrations are going to continue. I might have a beer. We'll see how we go. Um, this is the Pelican Scoop, a hoopdashboard.com presentation. I am Lyle Swithenbank. You want to follow me on Twitter at Lyle Swithenbank, L-Y-L-E-S-W-I-T-H-E-N-B-A-N-K, is in bank at HoopBallPels, HoopBallPels, P-E-L-S, on Twitter. Go and give those both a follow. Um, there's plenty going on over there and uh, at HoopBall as well, HoopDashBall.com. Um, love for you guys to go and have a look. I'm going to put a pin in it. Um, big shout out again to the Pelicans for sending that uh, those waters off to Jackson, Mississippi, who's doing it tough. To the people that listen in Dallas as well, um, I had a look and I get a big contingent from Dallas there. I hope all you guys in Texas are looking after each other and, and it's not too tough over there. I know it's been... Seen it. We're getting in the news here that there's a, the um, cold snap and I hope you guys are just looking after one another and, and staying safe because we hate to see it. Um, just know we're thinking of you down here and... Um, yeah, look after one another. Awesome. How was that for a finish? All right, guys, I'll leave you with that. Bye for now. This has been a Hoop Ball presentation. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.